Pause and then go back into it. But no, <laughs> no. no yeah. When would that ever happen? Podcast. I blew it. I blew that so much. <laughs> oh, I am sorry, Matt. That was not how I wanted to start this this episode. It's okay. We'll we bring it go back. up and down with those. We'll bring know? it back. <laughs> that was the first time we've messed up in a while. That was. We've been pretty on point with it. Yeah, we have. And uh, it's it, you know it's kind of nice. Most people that were human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see how we could be super considered superhuman. Uh, but guys, we're just like you. We're just like you. Except put, we have a podcast. Except we have a, <laughs> I start my podcast just like all of you start your podcast. Interestingly. <laughs> sometimes good, sometimes bad. Uh, well, welcome back. Um, this is uh, just just you and I. Yeah. You, Matt, me, Adam. Yeah, having a Matt. quick conversation. Yeah. That's why we call it Conversations with Matt and Adam. So I had a buddy that... Was just like, oh man, like love your products. What's it about? Uh, what's what's it called? Like, and he, he asked what it's about before he asked what it's called. And I was like, oh, it's just you know me and my buddy. We we just kind of talk about stuff. We catch up with each other. Like, see what's going on with our lives. And he's like, yeah, what what is it called? He's like, I just like conversations with Matt and Adam. And he was like, no, what's it called? And I was like, it's very <laughs> explicit. Like, this is exactly what it is. Like, you tune in, you're gonna hear a conversation. It is that first question that you've been at that you got asked. What is your podcast about? It's the hardest fucking question. It's a answer. really hard question. We need to come up with something good. I know. We need something to be able to pitch it yeah. well. Yeah. So you had to pitch it to a potential guest. Yes. How did you pitch it? Let me see. I actually am really curious about that. Oh, also, you did the update, right? I did, yeah. How are you liking it? The iOS 14 update is pretty sick. Pretty I'm sexy. not going to lie. It looks sleek. I've created, I've created a little aesthetic on my homepage. Mm. I'm, I'm getting some uh, Visco, Visco girl, uh, you know, inspiration. I hear you. I brought up Visco and somebody didn't know the reference, and I kind of was thrown off. So really, I thought it was. Who doesn't know what Visco is? Yeah, who the fuck doesn't know what Visco is? I don't use it, but I know what it is. Everyone knows exactly. It's just like so. Uh, how posies. everyone knows who one of those? <laughs> okay. Do you use one? What? Sometimes. Never mind. What? <laughs> <laughs> she asked, um, "What kind of podcast?" And I said, Brutal question. It's kind of hard to explain. <laughs> <laughs> we read questions that people have about what kind of podcast we are. And then I followed up with, it's basically an excuse to drink and have a nice time. It's a good one. I, you know what? Cheers to that. That's a good way to sell it. Yeah. Wow. Never mind. I'll show you later. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> well, the, uh, well, we're back. Back up in the penthouse. Uh, today's going to be a little craft brew action. Yeah, what are you drinking? I'm having the Beer Geek Vanilla Shake. And I'm drinking the Nutty Operator, a peanut butter oatmeal stout. Wow. So I picked these up. How is that, by the way? Fantastic. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, I'm almost almost done. Are you really? Wait, let me try it. Please, please, please. It doesn't have as strong a flavor as yours does. Um, Yours is very vanilla shake-ish. Yeah. This Um, is much more, you can tell, that's like a beer. Yeah, this is definitely beer This tastes like a vanilla shake. Yeah, yours is is 12%. Mine is... That's like a syrup. Yeah, yours is very... Yeah, mine is only 6%. 
Yours is double mine. Oh, McKellar. Rude down in San Diego. Hey, shout out SD. Shout out SD. They were, uh, the Padres were losing their playoff game that I was watching before I came over. Oh, were they really? Mm-hmm. Really? Who are they in the playoffs with right now? They are playing against the St. Louis Cardinals tonight. And they're not doing well. They were losing. Well, yeah. maybe they should have a couple of the uh, Beer Geek Vanilla Shakes. <laughs> Might pump them up a little bit. Might get them going. <laughs> or just not get Corona. Yeah. One of those two. Alcohol does kill that. Uh, well, what are we doing? Do you want to do a quick How's Life Been Treating You? Or do we want to get a little political real quick? Because there is something that's been going on in the world. Uh, we're sitting here on a Thursday. Yeah. Um, I've had a bit of a long week. This was uh, a, a nice little break. I was looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Matt, i got to talk about it with you. Yeah. This Tuesday, the first presidential campaign of the 2020... Presidential I, election? I was about to call them the tryouts. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but... <laughs> the 2020 tryouts for president. Yes. Um, biggest topic. The It's it's the thing that everyone's talking about right now. Yes, it uh, is. And I, I want to discuss it. Uh, okay. So, did you watch them? Uh, no, I, I, I didn't actually. Did you? you? No, I didn't watch them either. Oh. Okay, well, um... Well, that ends that segment. Anyway, how's life been treating you, Adam? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, my life has been treating me so ridiculously well. Um, I... Actually, not so much. This week was just brutal with work. I, for some reason, out of nowhere, just had a whole bunch of stuff to do and just did not have time to kind of come up for a breath of air. Uh, Like, I had one little space of time where I had free time this week, and I had to go to a dermatologist appointment. Hmm. Which obviously, which your skin is glowing. Thank you. It's, yeah, it was, it was a long, long appointment. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, yeah, so I, I've been I've been pretty busy. It's um, and then on top of it, I, I like this la- these last couple of weeks, uh, have just been. It's feeling like a lot more of like a return to normalcy where people are trying to figure out like stuff to do up until like the last point of a day, which I'm not like obviously I remember that before COVID. But it's weird getting back into it where Definitely. people, like, texts start flying, like, hey, what are you up to tonight? Like, what's going on? What are you doing? And that's kind of stressful for me. It it's is. starting to happen again. Yeah. Or maybe you're just getting old. Oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 well, it can't be that. Yeah. I, I still use a three-in-one shampoo. <laughs> the, um, but, yeah, so that's where I'm at. Feeling good. I was definitely looking forward to this podcast. Me day. too. This is, like, my release, 100%. Me too. Hmm. So let me ask you, how's life been treating you? You know, not bad, not bad. Um, speaking of shampoo, I did find a great shampoo at Safeway. I forget what it's called, but it's for men, and it smells really good, and I think it's French. Really? Um, and I'm really into it. Is it, I'm gonna, is it Dove? Is it Dove Men Plus Oh, I hair? thought it was Dove. Oh, no. Dove. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Dove? So it's not Oscar? French? It, it might be. I don't know. No, it's not. It's, it's, not, Dove. it's, not, Dove. it's not Dove. I am only calling it Dove. <laughs> As I roach for the Dove. I... No, it's do you, do you remember other... in high school, there was one Redwood TV, and I think it was like, uh, I think it was like Ahern. He was like on, he was like a section for Bark, and they were like asking questions about each one of the candidates mm-hmm. for for student council or some shit. Yeah. And he, everyone was just like, I was a part of like this. I was the president of this. I was that. And he gets over there and was like, uh, you should vote for me. Like, I, like, I use I use Dove Men Plus Care. <laughs> and it was like Dove, and then men, it was like a slideshow of like 
attributes and he had like dove and then a men plus care underneath <laughs> it and i was like i'm voting for him like he's my favorite candidate yeah what a winner what a winner <laughs> that's what you want out of somebody like yeah good uh, hairstyle but i did today was a good day um it ended poorly though because yeah let's talk about that yesterday i had a meeting with a client and we went over the exact plan that we were going to follow blah 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 we were on the same page or so I thought, because I send a confirming email this afternoon, and he responds immediately, saying the exact opposite of what we planned. He said, Matt, I thought we were doing this, this, and this, which every one of those was a straight-up antonym of what we discussed. Oh, no. So I can't wait to write a very aggressive email tomorrow. Your day ended with that email. Yeah, it was going great. I got a burrito at the taco truck. I was happy, I was full, and um, then he hits me with this brutal email, and I was pretty sad about it. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. That's that's rough to run into. Yeah. Especially when you're like, I thought there was an agreement, I thought we knew what we were doing here, Yeah. I thought we were all on the same page, Yeah. and then you're just not. Not on the same page. (sighs) Speaking of pages, though, we did have a book club meeting earlier this week, which was nice, and in that book club meeting, we learned about a new subject in this world that i had no idea existed we did we did so we're reading uh we're reading uh, the electric kool-aid acid test and there's a section about i think it was just a term that popped up i think it was just like a random thing that popped up and And the term was term was koan it was a koan and spelled ko did i just say ko ko i don't know (laughs) it's pronounced ko and It's uh, K- Eastern. K- <laughs> K-O-A-N. Koan. A Koan. Yes. And we were reading this all together. We're like, hey, this one section doesn't make sense. Does anyone know what a Koan is? And none of, none of us did. No. Um, and could just, I, I'm still not fully sure what they are. I know that they're a thing. I know what to look them up as. Yeah. Uh, and I'm actually going to pull up a couple right here, but do you want to try to explain what they are? In my understanding... A koan is a philosophical phrase that the reader should take as a lesson, I guess, to use in their daily life as motivation or inspiration to pursue a character trait of some sort. It's pretty much a motivational quote that's bundled in like maybe a short story or a poem or, or it could just be a phrase. Um, but it's it's just a philosophical phrase, I guess, to to get the gears grinding. Yeah. In your brain, make you think. It's, it stems from stems from Zen Buddhism. Yeah, and it's, it's a Buddhist uh, Buddhist thing. And it's I think it's supposed to be like a like what you exactly what you're saying. It's like a philosophical like idea or a philosophical impulse or a feeling. Uh, and they all stem. And we looked this up. There can only be the number of koans that exist. One hundred and one. I think there's like a. I think it was more than that. The website here only says 101, so oh. I believe it's only 101. <laughs> but it's, uh, they're really interesting because they're based off of like these anecdotal stories that these old monks used to tell each other, yeah. right? Yeah. And then out of these stories come these like really kind of abstract one-liners. Yeah, exactly. And so we have one, uh, I just pulled one up. This is a... Uh, uh, there's the there's the there's the koan which for this one is no water no moon, and then there's the story that kind of 
it encaptures why this was the thing. So here, here's where we're already in disagreement. Because you think the koan is no water, no moon. I think that's just the title of the koan. And it starts with the story. I think the koan is this is, this is like the story. You know what? I think you're right. You know, <laughs> yeah. And then like that's the takeaway. And we texted. I was like, "Is this what it is?" And you're like, "No, it's backwards." <laughs> and I think that I think my thought process is purely because this website has it like yeah. that's first, and then it's that. And I'm very. Like, I mean, you could very well be right as well. I'm not Buddhist, dude, pff, and I have no Zen. <laughs> and this is like zenkoans.com. So this is zenkoans.com. <laughs> so let, let's read through this one just to kind of give a, a groundwork, and then. Uh, what what we thought would be fun is we've written our own co-ends yeah. to kind of share with each other. Um, so for this one, why don't like I'll read the first one, then you read the second, then you read the poem. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah, sure. When the nun Chiaono studied Zen under Buko of Engaku, she was unable to attain the fruits of meditation for a long time. At last, one moonlit night, she was carrying water in an old pail bound with bamboo. The bamboo broke, and the bottom fell out of the pail, and at that moment, Chionu was set free. In commemoration, she wrote a poem. In this way and that, I tried to save the old pail, since the bamboo strip was weakening and about to break, until at last the bottom fell out. No more water in the pail, no more moon in the water. <laughs> so what do you get out of that, Adam? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We spent a lot of time beforehand reading through a bunch of these, and they're so weird. Like, they're just abstract. They're crazy. Uh, so it's like this nun so I, I think she's talking about like the reflection of the moon in the, in water, the water was no more because the water is gone it, because it broke because the bottom of the pail just yeah fell out right and for some reason this is now a koa <laughs> The, the pale must represent something. The pale's got to represent something. But, I like, the, the pale allows you to see the moon, but then the moon also is, like, the, there can't be no moon. Like, there always is a moon, right? Or, and there's always going to be... I'm reading it again trying to understand, <sighs> but I'm just not... Nothing. Nothing comes to... I just don't get them. If you're listening and you're one of our ravenous fans and you understand what the fuck a koan is, please write in because we're struggling with it. But we, so we read a couple of these. They don't make a lot of sense. And um, we decided, hey, if, if the monks could do it, we can do it too. Yeah. And but so, the, these were written in like 500 BC. Early some 70s, sh- definitely. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, so we these must have been so fucking old though. So we decided to write... Our own koans with a modern twist. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is basically just make it understandable. Well, maybe not. not. really. Mine are very understandable. Mine either. Um, <laughs> That's also kind of a fun part for me, too. Yeah. And we'll call it a modern twist. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, do you want to go first? Um, I'm, I'm happy to go first if you'd like. Yeah, please. So I think I think the way that I'll do this is uh, the way that, that you laid it out where it's the story and then at the end of the story you have the koan. Or, or you after this after the koan you have the title. Well, my the... my koan is just 
the story. Because <laughs> or just or you don't Basically. have like a you don't have a finishing like, line. Like I mean, I have line? a finishing line for each of them. Okay, so that's I guess then that's, that's the Coen. Yeah. So I have the, I have the finishing line that's like so the story goes and then there's a finishing line. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So okay, I'll, okay. I'll do it that way. Okay. Okay. Also, I didn't <laughs> I didn't fully know like the modern twist part, so they're all still about monks. <laughs> all right. Uh, monk Long Dick had a dog. <laughs> the dog was well fed, and had his bowl filled every night. The dog always left one last bite, and there was always a little kibble left over always. One time, the dog was looking at his last bite, and Long Dick said, Dog, eat the last bite. And then the dog was hit by a car. And the line is, the last bite finishes the meal. I get, it. I, get it. get it. I get it. I get it. Do you gotta like? It's like emotional. Like it's gonna. Yeah, you it's, gotta. It's final. It's like you gotta eat you gotta because eat. it could be your last bite. You could never be. know. Exactly. And you can always try to push people to have that last yeah. bite, but it's up. It's up to them. Yeah. And you never know when it's gonna be over. So you, <laughs> you definitely have like a last line. My <laughs> my last line is just part of the story. Like it's not separate. Okay, perfect. It's just yeah, yeah. the finishing line. Okay. The doctor was showing his friend, the mayor, an egg he pulled out of his pocket. The egg was shiny and white and looked like it would be <laughs> looked like it would be a joy to eat. The mayor, impressed with the appearance of the egg, asked, "Does the egg belong to you, friend?" The doctor shakes his head, "No." "Does it belong to the farmer?" Again, the doctor says no. Does it does it belong to your brother? No. Was the egg given to you by your father? No. Was the egg the doctor holds his finger up to the mayor's lips. The egg belongs to nobody. So it's like the egg, it's the egg is, is, is everything. Like the egg is, is, is being itself. Yeah. And is it your egg? No. Is it the mayor's egg? Why do you have an egg in his pocket? (laughs) (laughs) This doctor just, was it a cooked egg or is this just, it was clearly very white. (laughs) I, for, for what it is. I spent way too much time at work <laughs> writing these koans. <laughs> and I don't have a lot to show for all that work I put in. Th- that was really well done. I'm Thank not going to lie. It had, it had rhythm. <laughs> it, had, it felt like it could have been a legitimate koan. <laughs> like 100%. That was incredible. That was my goal with these. <laughs> Cheers to that, man. Well, good, one. good one. Thanks. Oh, Thank you. Okay, I got another one. Mm-hmm. You ready for this? Ready. This one is just fucking phoning, but let's see how this goes. Uh, the young Buddhist monk, little Booty, was strolling in a park. 
The wise old Buddhist, old booty, saw him walking and waved. Little booty walked over and seeing that old booty was aggressively jacking it, placed his hand on his shoulder and continued on his way. And then the line is, old friends come and new friends go. (laughs) So true. Right? So true. It's just... I get it. (laughs) The fact you were able to come up with that koan in five minutes, whereas these monks probably spent years, it's just... It's really just an incredible show of your intelligence. Some some say that, you know, hey Adam, you remind me a lot of the Zen Buddhist monks. You have so much Zen within you, I can tell, through Thank that you. koan. The fact that I know the author of this koan, and I don't know who wrote those other koans, I mean, it, it just gives it a lot more weight. And I... You can connect with it. I connect. It's... And I think all of our listeners connect, too. I think so, too. I think they can all say they've had the same experience. <laughs> Can you repeat the last line? Old friends come and new friends go. Oh, no, the last line of the story was... Uh, no, 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 that. The koan. Yeah, old yeah. friends come and new friends go. That would be okay. that. I mean, couldn't your new friends come too? Yeah. <laughs> Just not as hard. Just not as hard. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, all, all threats, like, so old friends come, uh, you can look at that as, in a, in a lot of ways, uh, you're an old friend that, that came back into my life in, True. in, a, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Obviously, you weren't jacking off in a park, but, like, <laughs> you were sitting. <laughs> Thanks for covering for me. I know, I know. Because that's exactly it. how you found me. <laughs> <laughs> What's that guy over there? I was really proud of the little booty. <laughs> oh, those were genius. <laughs> I was, like, very excited Artistic mastery. God. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about these, like, all day. I just didn't have any... I didn't have a moment to breathe to, like, write them down. Yeah. But I had that in the back of my head. I was like, that's, that's funny. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> this one's bad. <laughs> Half of this is just me getting to watch you read these right now. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. Okay. Okay. Jonathan heard the magical sound of the ice cream truck on a hot summer's day. <laughs> Don't laugh. That wasn't funny, Adam. <laughs> the fucking setup is incredible. What better than to purchase the wonderful frozen milk on a stick? Jonathan gallops over to the truck, painted in incredible colors and stickers on the side. Thoughts racing through his head of what flavor to acquire. Hello, young man, the ice cream dealer gleefully yells as Jonathan approaches. What frozen milk can I offer you this afternoon? (laughs) (laughs) Jonathan is overwhelmed with the amount of selections. And the ice cream man can tell. Would you... (laughs) Would you like to step inside and take a look? It might help you choose. 10 o'clock breaking news. 12-year-old Jonathan Smith is missing. Please call 911 if you have any information relating to his disappearance. (laughs) Oh. 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 That... I get it. <laughs> I, I get that. It's it's abstract. It's philosophical. Makes you think. Yeah. Don't get into a stranger's ice cream truck. No. 
that's the I'm just gonna lay it out for you guys. <laughs> that's the lesson. Okay, deadass. Aside from like the clear spiritual and deep Zen influences that 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 just had on its own, that was an incredible poem. Like, that was insane. He galloped over me. What kind of milk on a stick? Oh my gosh, that was inc- that was beautiful. That was really well done. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Craig Cohen. Mm. I'm Are glad you enjoyed. sure that's how we pronounce it? Cohen. It might Coen? be Cone. Cone. But <laughs> Cohen. We were we were too deep. That was, that was incredible. Oh, Can you read me that last line too? What? Oh, is that the uh, pumpkin one? Yeah, you gotta taste that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the last line. <laughs> Ten o'clock. Breaking news. <laughs> 12-year-old Jonathan Smith is missing. Please call 911 if you have any information relating to his disappearance. Picture you've written that, like, in italics. (laughs) (laughs) Quotes. Just different. You know what? That sounds like an Ed Ed Silverstein poem. You know, like, where the sidewalk ends? Mm -hmm. That sounds like that kind of, that Mm. level of artistry. That's where I got my inspiration. Brilliant. That was incredible. <laughs> wow. Ooh, yeah, I like that. You should taste that. Let me, let me taste this, and then I'll, I'll hit you with my last one. Yeah, please. It tastes uh, like um, pumpkin pie. Seasonal. It's 1st of October. Wait, right? It yeah. is. It's 1st yeah. of October. Crazy. Time flies when you're riding Coans. Oh, that's really good. Tastes like pumpkin pie. That's really good. Do you like pumpkin pie? I do. I do as well. It's, one, it's my favorite. Big pumpkin pie. pie person. I normally will go for, like, fruit pies, but... Fruit pies are a good call, but yeah, pumpkin pumpkin pie, you just can't beat it on Thanksgiving. Nothing better. Nothing like pumpkin pie. Okay, back into the (laughs) co-ed. All right. This one, this one is also, this one's somewhat relevant because, and you're going to see immediately based on, based on conversations that you and I have had outside of the podcast, just between ourselves. Okay. Okay. Monk Duck Bang was sitting by a river with a fishing rod on the rock beside him. Monk Treecock walked up and broke his rod. What was that for? said Monk Duck Bang. The fish have no want, and you seem to have no need. So I did away with it. What made you think I had no need? said Duck Bang. It sat beside you unmoving said Treecock. Well, would you come in and break your mom when I'm done with her? (laughs) And then the line is, don't fuck with a fisherman's rod. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Just don't do that. Just don't do that. Like, what the fuck, man? Also, I was pulling this from my experience with our existing coens, where yeah. it's just monks being dicks to each other. Pretty much. Yeah. So I was like, that's just kind of where I pulled. Can my you read the mom line again? Yeah. So the first line before that, it sat beside you unmoving, said Treecock. Well, would you come in and break your mom when I'm done with her? Because it, she would Unless, be sitting there unmoving. Yeah. So like, after yeah. you rail her. Yeah. <laughs> that was earlier when I, when I was writing it. I was just like, I can take this. That's where. That's where I had to take that. I love it. Because you shouldn't, you shouldn't touch what's not yours, Mm-mm. regardless of your opinion of it. Exactly. The intent is, it doesn't matter. Do not. I also really like the, the fish have no want and you seem to have no need. That was poetic. That was incredible. That's what I was like. There, there always have to be, which you took to another level. Like you took that to another, I was like, there needs to be some little like very literary kind of like, <laughs> you know, hyperbole or something in there. The fact that you came up with that is just beautiful. Oh, thank you. 
Because it's, I mean, you could apply. That could be a legitimate. <laughs> like, oh shit, we're actually making some sense. I mean, if you take here. out the mom part, <laughs> you could totally publish that. You could. Are we publishing Looking it? for the pod- Conversations with Matt and Adam podcast uh, <laughs> PowerPoint presentation of picture book. Oh. Ooh. A lot of peas. I like it. We could work on it. We need to get an artist. All right, so you have, you have another one for me for for I do. You know, the pod. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> <clears throat> I honestly, okay, so I don't know how this is gonna come across from listening to this exchange. I am liking this a lot. We should do this more often. We should do this all the time. <laughs> the llama farmer considered him. <laughs> Why are you laughing at llama farmers, Adam? They're they're out there and they're real people. I'm trying. I'm trying. The llama farmer considered himself a great investor, spending countless hours tracking the ocean-like currents and waves of the stock market. He was successful, a man that everyone in the village looks up to. That is, until his real estate investments in Russia turned south when the Russian mob claimed his assets and the llama farmer had no recourse. The llama farmer's life became the opposite of the magnificence it once was. He had to feast on his llamas, as he could no longer afford food. His wife left him for the more successful alpaca farmer on the other side of town. Months later, as the llama farmer <laughs> begged on the corner of Main Street, the wealthy alpaca farmer came up to him with a look of pity in his eyes. He handed the llama farmer a head of lettuce and said, When... <laughs> And said, when cardboard gets wet, it is moist and gross. But when life has you depressed, it is only wet. My heart hurts. Do you get it? Matt, I, I think I get it. Can you read that last line again for me? Yeah, of course. Can I read that? Because I, I do... Because I don't think I get it yet. I don't think I get it just yet. I need to figure this out. He handed the llama farmer a head of lettuce and said, When cardboard gets wet, it is moist and gross. But when life has you depressed, it is only wet. <laughs> so you're... So it's like the, so it's like the head of lettuce, is is a symbol of, of moisture. <laughs> Dude, I think you got you got me fucked up with that last one. You got me in a in a in a zen. I think this is good. that that one right there got me closer to enlightenment than any of the Coens <laughs> I've seen before. Because you found me in a state of such confused clarity that I don't know. When cardboard gets wet, it's wet and when. But when you're, also, did you just rhyme depressed with wet? <laughs> no, I didn't. That wasn't the intent. <laughs> But also, 
I, I wrote that before I had any meaning to it. There's no meaning. <laughs> I mean, I wrote it and tried to find a meaning after the fact. And I'm sure there is. You know what, though? I think that's the truest of the <laughs> Coens that we've read that's actually been that. Because it is so fundamentally just confused or, or, or ambivalent. Or, I, 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 I'm, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. <laughs> it is bizarre. That, well done, man. Thanks. And again, there's a, there's a literary... like I, I laughed out of the gate because of my pack of farmer. Because I definitely think we set ours in different time zones, without a doubt. Like, I definitely made mine all about monks. And then at the beginning, I was like, do I want to introduce a car to run over this dog? And then I was like, all right, I guess I can, you know. Oh, yeah, didn't even It's free. Think. Yeah, it's like... Monks and cars. Monks and cars, just casual. Uh, I, I deeply enjoyed this segment. I did, too. Can you give me that last one one more time, that last line? Because yeah. that... I'm not saying that um, we're really going to expand our merch line, but a shirt, a shirt with this on the chest, would be would be pretty damn cool. What what's, what was the line again? When cardboard gets wet, it is moist and gross. But when life has you depressed, it is only wet. There's something there. There's gotta be. (laughs) I don't know what it is. (laughs) I I wrote that. How did you come up with that? Great question. Um, I wrote that, which took up the majority of my time spent on that specific koan. And then I spent another 10 minutes thinking about if there was any sort of meeting. And I... Didn't come up with anything. That's almost transcendent, where you're sitting down in front of like your laptop, your phone, and you write that sentence out. My fingers just... Your fingers just life of their own. Yeah. And then you went back and you're like, what the fuck did I just write down? <laughs> Jesus. That's a good one. If I, if I made shirts with that on the chest, would you wear it? hundred percent. I would wear it in a heartbeat. I'd wear that out to bars. I think you could pick up so many girls. <laughs> I think you actually could. Do you know how many people would come up to you being like, Hey, what the fuck does your shirt mean? <laughs> I think that would be great. Uh, you know what? I do think that gets to the core of the Koan thing, though, because one of the good Koans is, uh, uh, it's like, what is the sound of, of one hand clapping? Mm. Where you're like, oh, like, I don't get it. <laughs> you're like, it doesn't make any sense. Same way that does, but that's much more poetic. You could say that. When cardboard gets wet, it's moist, moist and gross. gross. Yeah. When life has you just dis- depressed, <laughs> it's just wet. You got it. Brilliant. I love that. I'm getting that on a shirt. If you're listening and you want that shirt, let us know. Send us send us fan mail. Send us fan mail and if you if you're out there and you do get that, please connect with us. We need help. (laughs) (laughs) It might just strike a nerve with some people and just connects with them. Which I think that's what Cohen's are supposed to do. They're supposed to tap into this little like sick like a little sub part of your psyche that you just didn't know you had. Yeah. I feel like, imagine, imagine if, like, a very popular author wrote something like that. You know people would be all over it, like, oh, I get it. Yeah, 100%. I get it. People would talk about it. People would write dissertations on that shit. (laughs) And they'd be like, this is what it actually means. They'd be like, that's what it actually means. You're like, I wrote that before a meeting. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I, um... I really enjoyed that segment. I did too. I think we should do it again. I think we should do it again. <laughs> I feel like we're going to go back and just... 
I, I'm getting the feeling like the the sound of us going over this is not as funny as you and I <laughs> Maybe deeply not. enjoying exactly <laughs> what just happened. <laughs> this could be completely unfunny. <clears throat> Who knows? Whatever. <laughs> uh, I will say though. So I had a couple. I had a buddy who had said that they listened to our podcast. Uh, I'm trying to remember which episode that they listened to. I think they listened to... Um, shoot. I think they might have listened to the Nipples episode. Mm. But he hit me up and, and was like, this is really good. Like, this is a really funny... It's, like, entertaining. Like, you and Matt have chemistry. Like, it's like there's a back and forth. And I was overjoyed. That blows me away. Isn't that so cool? Yeah. We got yeah. something going on here. Thanks, buddy. It's pretty cool. Apparently got good chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's, with fi- uh, 50 listeners per episode still is impressive. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's like, a lot. Why? And why aren't they following the Instagram page? We have 51 followers. Maybe it's just them. It might just be them. Which I'd be down for. Although we do have some obscure followers from like Chile. That's kind of sick. Brazil. Yeah. Like there's just one, but they're repping their country. Let's go make friends. Let's go make friends. Seriously? Let's have our first Chilean. Let's have our first international guest. Do you know any international people? No, no, I'm very. I don't. I don't talk to people who don't look uh, like me. <laughs> uh oh! Yikes. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's get let's get back into uh, let's get back into what's going on here. Uh, we're supposed to be filming this podcast in a restaurant because restaurants in San Francisco oh have opened back up for indoor dining. Back in back for indoor dining. Hallelujah. Woo! Amen. Cheers to that, man. Cheers to that. I I am. I'm so excited. It, it's uh, this whole this whole pandemic thing has definitely turned into something. I don't think anybody expected it to be. No. But I'm feeling return to normalcy. Uh, I'm still getting tested a, a ton. Like it's just been my way to make everything work. I got tested today actually, so I'll let you know how that goes. Yeah, please. I really hope it's not bad, not positive because it'll be a piece of shit. And, and that probably out. means I'm positive, which sucks. I mean, we're sitting six feet apart. We're not six. Feet no, apart. we're no. six inches apart. Exactly. <laughs> let me check. And yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, yeah, it's it's nice. They, we just opened up for indoor dining. Yeah, we were planning. On recording this in a, in a restaurant. Yeah, we were, um, but you failed to realize that the anti-podcasting bill of two thousand and four is still in effect. Which that's on that's on me for for not having been you know uh, legally researched. As about a this podcaster, situation. you should know the legal history of podcasting, Adam. I should have gone in and learned about this <laughs> landmark uh, decision. Yeah, it went up to the Supreme Court. It did. And what's, you know, it's, it's stunning that it still exists to this day. Like it has precedent. Like, you know, yeah. we're not allowed to record in restaurants anymore. Ridiculous. You know, the, the the podcast wars of 2003 were much more violent than I ever could Incredibly expect. violent. And that's kind of what spurred the anti-podcasting bill of 2004. A number of microphones were thrown through windows, which is just a dangerous situation. I heard recordings of that going down. Did you? Because some of those microphones were on. (laughs) And it sounded loud. Microphones are expensive. They're incredibly expensive. So the fact that people were passionate enough to throw them through windows is... It's admirable. It it is. It is. Admirable. You're You're putting... I think it's admirable. Admirable. It is admirable. I like admirable, admirable better. Admirable? I think that okay, should be the word. Now. Because an admirable completely it just like doesn't admirable. it doesn't sound out the core word of admire. I just don't agree with that pronunciation. You know what? And and to your point though, to the core of that word admire, I do admire those men. I do <laughs> admire those people who are putting their lives on the line. And for it was only men. <laughs> I know. There were no, no women podcasters yeah, back in two thousand and four. <laughs> who wants to listen to a woman talk? <laughs> oh my god. 
I'm taking that back. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, it's gonna take it'll be taken out of context. But we've been the biggest proponent of women podcasters. One hundred percent. Considering the amount of female guests we've had on this show, yep. which have been incredible. You know, honestly, what? our only male guest was shit. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. He was our worst male guest. <laughs> But he also was our best. He was also guest. our best male guest, <laughs> and was just a pretty good ge- guest in general. He was just a great guest. He, he was, was a great he was, guest. Yeah, it was good. Deadass, I like. It was cool too. He reached out. He was like, "I want to be back on the podcast." Yeah. I was like, "Fuck yeah, we need to get you back on." Yeah, one hundred percent. Turns out that I think he should be our only male guest. I maybe. Turns but, out that all genders are pretty much equal. So what, what I was what I was saying though is is uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no they, yeah. they are one hundred percent not pretty much they are. Uh, well, men don't have boobs. Men don't That's have That's still my main gripe with men. I know. Horrible design. Um, <laughs> Come on, God. Shit. Come on, God. Set your game up. Uh, let me breastfeed. Um, the, but back to the... <laughs> but back to the podcasting wars of 2003, which stemmed... They moved into the podcasting war... Uh, pot, uh, the anti-podcasting bill of 2004. Four, yeah. Uh, it, it was, you know, very male-dominated because going into it, you did have a lot of... You did have had a lot of uh, people who... Keep in mind, um, Twitch streaming wasn't real yet. No, it was so, non-existent. Which is primarily men. A lot of those people who were looking to get get out there were doing podcasting, and that's when all that clashing started to happen. You know, and it was across multiple cities. You had it, you had it, you had it in Des Moines. Yeah, you Omaha. had it in Milwaukee. You had Omaha, dude, ridiculous over there. Yeah, like it's th- there was some there was some heated Carson stuff City, like and Carson City got slammed. Kansas City, Kansas, <laughs> Kansas City. Uh, what's the other Missouri? Right? Kansas yeah, City, yeah. Surprisingly, no incidences. Weird. It's like right across the border. Not El- the Elko, one. Nevada was blowing up too. Elko, Nevada was getting yeah. hit. Elko. Way up in the northeast. God damn. Bordering with Wyoming or whatever that state borders. <laughs> this turned into like you can name more, more abstract <laughs> cities. And I'm that's good. <laughs> Paris, Texas. Paris, Texas? Yeah. There were so many windows smashed with microphones there. Crazy. And what's what was really fun for me was basically just learning about that history mm-hmm. because we did we tried to book a place we were like hey let's go in we're gonna we're, don't worry about it we're, we'll just be casual we'll just come in we're gonna we're gonna sit down we're gonna order some food we're gonna mm-hmm. record a podcast and they immediately blacklisted us from the whole restaurant we can never return we can't go we just mention of a podcast and we're out no more Denny's for us I know I miss Denny's such good pancakes it's across the board they, Denny's when I was in Texas at school. Denny's was a classic Waco, Texas. Good one. Thank you. Middle of nowhere. <laughs> Denny's was a classic hangover place because they had the most fantastic deal called the Lumberjack Combo. Sounds like and a it, sex position. <laughs> where you have to wear a flannel. It was. <laughs> but it was built for a lumberjack, I tell you. They had a stack of three pancakes. Maybe four. Um, four eggs, any style. Hmm. Two slices of ham, bacon or sausage, toast, any drink, and what 
was the other one? That's a lot of food. Yeah, there was one more item. <laughs> after, after <laughs> like on that. top of that. Yeah. How how much was that? Twelve dollars. Did they? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best twelve dollars ever spent. That's a great deal. Yeah. Would that was that marketed to one person? Where they're like, this isn't on the entree section, and there's no disclaimer. That's like, can you get split it between two people? It was like, this is for one person. Yeah, it was just on the menu. A regular item. Wow. I can see that being unbelievable hungover. Yes. How do you like your, your pancakes? Caked. You like them caked? You like cake? <laughs> How else do you get... What are the styles of no, pancakes so that I'm, I'm not thinking, aware of? No, 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 not style <laughs> pancakes. Uh, uh, what, what I meant there, which I should have <laughs> specified, is when you have a pancake, are you like douse it in syrup? Are you like a pat of butter guy? Are you like getting like some blueberry or some strawberry like you know jam to throw on the top of it? Like how are you? No jam on pancakes. Powdered sugar. Jam jam is meant for the toast. I agree. I agree. Butter on every pancake. Okay. Syrup, obviously. It's a cake. It's a cake. Yeah. It's supposed to be sweet. It's supposed to be sweet. Yeah. Do you go powdered sugar? Yes. Yeah. So powdered sugar, uh, butter, butter, and. On every cake. So are you, when you have like a two or three stack, are you putting a single pad for all of them? Or are you spreading them out and putting a different pad on each one? Because that, that is crazy. I do. <laughs> do you do that? I do a pad of butter on the top. Then I lift up the pancake and put a pad of butter between the top, top and the one under. And then I keep going until I reach the bottom. Every pancake needs its fair share of butter. You don't run into like moisture problems. You don't run into like if they get soggy or anything like that. No, these are Denny's pancakes, They're high true. quality. <laughs> <laughs> You're true. Get, that's true. They don't get moist. No, they're not gonna get moist. They're not gonna get soggy. They're not get soggy like like all that cardboard. Like car- wet cardboard. <laughs> wet cardboard. Life's <laughs> <laughs> got you depressed. <laughs> You're just wet. Uh, you'll lift it up. Do you? Sleep? Okay, is the lift up with a fork and then the knife goes in? Precisely. Wow, I'm honestly like, I'm gonna take it or leave it with the with the butter on the top because mm-hmm. the butter almost takes it a little too far for me. Think so? I, I think so. So if it shows up with a pad of butter, I'll do a little top, rotate it around, pull okay. it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, I'm I'm shameless with the syrup. Like I'll use up a whole thing of syrup. Can like, never have too much. Cover it. Uh, I also like my bacon with syrup. Yes, That's I agree. Easily one of the Bacon best or products. sausage. Yes. Just dip either of them in the leftover syrup on the plate. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll intentionally go over and give each one like a nice little like oh, wow. glaze. Okay, okay. But the other thing I've, I've stepped my game up, I now leave the last little bit so I can grab it with a hand. So I can like. Mm. I also like my bacon really crispy. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm sort of on. So there's middle. Yeah. I'm chewy. I'm, I, I lean chewy. But not too chewy. But I'm I'm chewy of middle. Yeah, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. No, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I hear yeah. what you're saying. And it's like uh, it, it's where you're you're. It's not like when you lift it up. There's a little wilt. Yeah, there's definitely a little certainly. bend. I want. And it when to you be bite like, it, there's just a hint of like snap. Gotcha. Yeah. So I take it to the other side where I want to bite into it and it just turns into dust okay. in my mouth. Okay. That's where I want my bacon. Like, okay. I need it. I respect Crispy. It. Like, I don't agree with your position, but I respect your opinion. And I think that might be one of the reasons that... Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I haven't been told that a lot in my life. Uh, I, I do think that's where my appreciation for the syrup comes in because the syrup gives it a little bit of, like, mm. some, like... A little bit. A little liquid yeah, yeah, texture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, God, I love Denny's. 
I I actually wouldn't go to a lot of Denny's. I would go to the Denny's that closed down over Marin. Mm. Um, that would actually be, and this happened a couple different times, uh, we would go skinny tip at the Redwood Pool. And then when the cops would inevitably show up, everyone would scatter and then run into at Denny's. Naked. Yeah. Do you ever do that? That's the only way I ever go to Denny's. <laughs> I'm at the pool at Redwood. I did not <laughs> get naked out of Denny's. To the best of my knowledge, there might be video out there that says otherwise, because there are some blacks in, in my history, personally. I don't think I've ever been naked out of Denny's. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Would you have sex at a Denny's? Just, just on a table? Or yeah. in the bathroom? or However you'd like. I mean, I'd probably get arrested if it was on a table. You probably would get arrested. If you it's could on a table. pull it off in the bathroom. Yeah, but is that a hard line? Like, if, if would be pretty nasty if she was hot. I mean, you could. If she was hot, yeah, one hundred percent. But I think for me, it would actually be kind of fun. It's honestly, it's just trashy as shit. Like, it's so trashy oh, to yeah. have sex at Denny's that if I had like a significant other, and we're spending a lot of time at Denny's, I'd be like, let's go <laughs> in the bathroom. I think because I think that'd be kind of sick. If or you're IHOP. Oh yeah, I fucking oh, yeah. immediately. I think if you're not a trashy person, it is still completely acceptable to have trashy sex. Amen to that, my guy. One hundred percent. Oh yeah, it's almost like more fun. Yeah, it, like heightens it. But again, the prerequisite is not being a trashy person. True. Which every single time you have trashy sex takes you a little bit closer to being a trashy <laughs> person. So it's a fine line you have to dance. Like if you're... You have to be leaving a gala. If you're, miss, <laughs> if you're missing teeth and on meth and you have sex in a Denny's bathroom, that's trashy, that's trashy. and you're disgusting. Yeah. But if you're like a high-class citizen, not on meth, mm-hmm. full mouth of teeth, I get it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I like the pancakes. Yeah. Yeah. It's got the lumberjack combo. Who doesn't like a little bit of sausage at Denny's? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway. Uh, that's another shirt. That's another shirt. <laughs> Dude, we're coming with two different, two great shirts from this fucking podcast. <laughs> um, I'm telling you, I've been itching to, to, to put together another shirt for this podcast. I, I love shirts. I, I, I got one for you. I'm so ready with it. Um, I'm very curious about what's next on our agenda. Which is yeah. your surfer model person. Yeah, okay, so this is a weird one. Uh, and this goes a bunch of different ways because um, there are there are a lot of political issues. And again, not a political podcast. No. I know we had that moment at the beginning where we discussed the debate, but not a political podcast. No. Uh, there was a person that I followed on Instagram uh, from Australia. She's a professional surfer or was a professional surfer. Mm. Um, and she just had the biggest hits. Like, oh, oh, so hot. Here, let me see if you don't. That want. must be tough to surf with, no? So, ah, if you have a dude, wetsuit on, I guess it rips. Holds like, them tight. She rips. She is so insane. Um, but she basically came out recently, uh, talking about how patriarchal and um, bad the the um, surfing industry is for women. Where hmm. one of, one of her points is like, this is a sport that. Or this is an industry that is completely run by men, and you have like female surfing models, just like who don't surf, selling all of your products, which then 
puts the standard really high, like it just doesn't make sense. And then it's people who really aren't engaged in the sport that you're marketing as being into the sport. Very interesting discussion. I've gotten deep into it. But one thing that has came up in all of my research, research, is that she was, she now has an OnlyFans or like the equivalent of an OnlyFans. Uh, so this is her. I have been and can and will continue to be obsessed with her for a while. Um, she has three sisters, all of which who also are incredibly attractive. Uh, she is incredibly attractive. She is so ridiculously attractive. And she rips a surfboard. Like, it's, she's just... And she's 25. Like, what? she's so hot. She's Why? so ridiculously hot. So when I wrote down the agenda item, I was really torn between, like, trying to figure out if I wanted to spend money and get her OnlyFans... Uh, and I wanted to have that kind of internal struggle be the topic of this conversation. Mm-hmm. Since then, I have purchased her OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> which, I'll have you know, is just a bunch of photos of her that she like otherwise would have posted on Instagram. Like Those are some great, like they very revealing photos in a lot of ways. Yeah, if I was a shark, I'd eat her. I would eat the, oh my gosh, 100%. <laughs> And I so I basically so I got her OnlyFans and it's just more photos like that. And so her OnlyFans is nine ninety nine a month. Easy, easy money. I'll spend that all day. And <laughs> and but here's the thing. It's, but it's just like photos of her in like in like bikinis and like lingerie. Uh, and then all of the photos that are like supposed to be what I'd expect to be on OnlyFans are like ninety nine bucks. Oh, and they're one offs. What? So I okay. I haven't got. I haven't bought one of those. Don't. Because I, I. I won't. I won't. <laughs> and I've gone there because I'm like, you know what? You already got me, in, and like, I kind of got like a second one. Like, I don't actually support this as much as I thought I did. Um, I mean, obviously, she's still very attractive. Yes. And I kind of like so. Not you just want to talk. see. Well, yeah, like the lowest. Like one of them's like fifty bucks. But like fifty bucks for like for what I'd assume is like a quick video, and then also you don't know. Right. Here's my issue with OnlyFans. I mean, not like the concept of it, but anybody could just take a screenshot, right? And then upload it elsewhere. So yeah. Yeah. Like, it's obviously against the terms of service. It is incredibly against the terms of service, but I... So I think they block it on the web browser. They block it from being able to screenshot, but I guess you can take another phone. Like, there's so many ways to take a screenshot. There are so many ways. I think it's actually a weird industry, because I've also looked elsewhere on the internet for, like, those photos to be around. Yeah. And I think they lock it down pretty hard. They've got to exist somewhere, and I'm just not in the right crowd. Like, I'm not on the right sites to get access to that stuff. Yeah. I think there is like a weird amount of respect with the people that show because I'm not gonna lie a lot of these people who show up are just so that they can like chat with her and they can like send her Uh, messages and she'll respond and do that there probably is a good amount of respect because you're paying for the service you don't want to just give it away to other people for free you know what I think that's a big part of it too but then again like just software piracy exists like people will pay for the product and then crack it and then upload it for people to download. Yeah. So it, I think it depends on the person. You know, I'd be really interested to see some, some data on that. Like, yeah. what percentage of OnlyFans exists in other part of the internet without, like, the person's consent? Yeah. Because you're totally right. Like, any digital medium is copyable. Yeah. Like, 100%. 
So anyway, that's that's where I was at with her. But right, I'm not gonna lie. I've been obsessed with this person for like a, a while, like a lot longer than I like to admit. Did and you then, DM her? Should I think I? you sh- you shoot your shot. Oh my god. <laughs> she lives in Australia. Shoot your shot. Oh, I could. That's only an ocean away, Adam. Dude, look at that whole family, though. Imagine being the dad of that. Isn't that ridiculous? And just to say, I'm not going to tell you how old some of them are. No, d- please don't. <laughs> They're all over 18, if anyone is listening. Oh. So that, that's where I'm at with that. But it, it's an interesting one. It was the first time I've actually heard that talked about in the context of professional surfing. Yeah. A thing that I'm also a big fan of. Right. And people have come out afterwards and been like, you know what, this has actually been very, you know, it's actually like a known secret hmm. that nobody's really talked about in a while. Because for the most part, like, surfer dudes come off as like really not aggressive. Like, no. They're just... Chillers. Yeah, they're chillers. And so for that reason, I think it's just been one of the leading contributors. Hmm. So... I respect the fuck out of her. I think she's good awesome. for her. Yeah, big fan, a pioneer. Yeah, she's hot. She's so <laughs> hot. She's so ridiculously attractive. Maybe um, you get her as a guest. I wonder without it. Probably not. No, there's no, so. very low chance. If we were to get her on the guest, we'd have to go to Australia. There's no way she's coming here because like the surf here is I'm, not good enough. I'm to down to go to Australia. I'm super down to go to Australia. <laughs> I mean, if she agrees, I'm, I'm if she agrees, like, I'm going. I, I, there's, there's like we keep we keep this up. I know, like the more you put time into something, the more kind of ex- it turns into something else. If we end up finding ourselves like with an actual, like uh, following uh, greater than fifty people, which uh, that out of gate is enough. <laughs> companies have been started on less. Uh, <laughs> if we follow, if we like end up getting like a sponsor, like a like we signed on with like a podcast, like Gimlet or something, just like a big podcast outlet, and we're like. Guys, we've had this in the works for super long. We need you to fund a trip to Australia for us to interview this person that doesn't understand a thing about what we're going to be talking about. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Uh Why wouldn't you not be in? Of course not. Yeah, um, that's going to (laughs) happen. So that's where I'm at. And it's just, it's mostly exciting for me because uh, she's just, uh, there's been this symbol of like smoking hot, badass surfer chick. And kind of see a little, little other side of her. What's and her name? We haven't, like... I'll plug it. Uh, Ellie, plug her she's, name. She's, she's coffee. She's in the coffee family. Uh, Ellie Jean, she's the oldest of three. Uh, oldest of four. Um, Ellie Jean Coffee. Follow her. Uh, her private channel is called ellieunlocked.com. Ellie, if you're, fo- if you're following us, hit us up. Hit us up. Sponsor us. Yeah. Actually, don't. Oh, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. but don't. Uh, yeah, we find you very attractive. We think you're really cool, and we think you're very brave. Uh, thank you for uh, all, of, all of the yeah for for speaking out. Speaking out. out. <laughs> Listen to that accent. Does that not? I have turn such you a, on? I have such a thing for accents. I have such a thing for. What's your favorite <laughs> accent? Probably Australian. Australian? Yeah. Ooh. Or New Zealand. They're very similar. They are. I'm gonna switch up. I, I, I like the South African accent. Ooh, that's a good one. That's my favorite accent. Also, any European accent will do it. Except- Literally, my bar is low for accents. <laughs> any accent other than American. What about within, even within America? What about like Southern even accent? Even Southern accent. Southern accent? <laughs> like Southern Bell? Literally any accent hey, other than down. mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
No, I agree Please with you. love me. I like so I like the South African accent because it has all of the sophistication of a British accent, but it also has the kind of like down south and deadiness of yeah. like an Australian accent. Yeah. I really like accents. Yeah. Can you do any good accents? No. I can do a couple of really good accents. Oh, I might. Oh, I might. <laughs> I might. I'll throw a Bobby. You want to go down, uh, down south, get a, hang out with the Jolly Boys. No, that's beyond British there at the end. <laughs> um, but I fucking love accents. I'll, I'll spend time with people and then I'll pick up on how they talk and then I'll start like... Oh, yeah. Get, if I was in a foreign country for an extended period of time, I'd definitely pick up You're on... You're picking it up. Yeah. At least the slang, but probably a little bit of accent, too. Okay, I'll just stop looking. Yeah, that's the first video I clicked on. Yeah, um, <laughs> speaking of accents, this is a very obscure segue. Um, did you know that Subway bread is not bread? I literally had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is... Yeah, yeah. So this is one that's on the, um, that's on, on the agenda... Uh, I also, dude, I've been so into the fact we've been keeping an agenda. I think it's been like the yeah. most positive thing that we've we've stuck with. I mean, there's not a lot to analyze here, but the subway su- bread is not bread. The Supreme Court. What do you mean? The Supreme Court of Ireland determined that subway bread is not bread. It has too Shut much. Su- it has too much sugar to be determined bread because Subway was fighting for bread to be a commodity, so it doesn't have to pay the what is, what does VAT stand for? Some value added tax or something? Yes, that is exactly what it is. It's the European tax. Yep. So bread is not taxed. It went to the Supreme Court because Subway's bread has so much sugar, and the Supreme Court determined that Subway's bread is not bread. I just thought it was interesting. That is so interesting. <laughs> you open up a can of worms. I have a lot of stuff to talk about. This so I, a big fan of legal precedent. I like kind of how that works. Um, also recently found out that at one point, uh, hamburgers are explicit, or sorry, sorry, uh, burritos are not sandwiches because, uh, I think it was like a restaurant opened up. I think it actually might've been Subway. Subway opened up inside of a mall in the United States and they were like, they had an agreement with the mall owner being like, you, we can be the only sandwich shop in your establishment. Mm-hmm. And then they let like a Chipotle or like a, a burrito store open up next door, and they're like, "This is a sandwich store." What? And they went to the Supreme Court and talked. Well, not the Supreme Court, but like the local court. Yeah, this just didn't get to Supreme. And they're like, "Yeah, uh, burritos are not sandwiches." I can't believe that was an argument that Subway would even make. Who has ever considered a burrito a sandwich? Nobody. Besides Subway, apparently. Fucking nobody. No. No. A burrito is a burrito. A burrito is a separate It is a entity. separate... It's not Mexican. <laughs> it's not American. It just exists. It's, it's a just burrito. a good thing. It's a burrito. And so the reason I, I bring that up is because I think it's really interesting that that's like a very clear cut one for me. Mm-hmm. Like burrito, clearly not a sandwich. So you're going to lose that fight. Yeah. Uh, with the bread at Subway, they got that it wasn't bread yeah which i i don't know how i feel about that because by definition a sandwich is something between two pieces of bread it's not something between two pieces of nothing of something else <laughs> basically subway doesn't make sandwiches <laughs> <laughs> they, subway make, doesn't make- they make salad pastries <laughs> That's our next shirt. 
It's it's like Ireland Ireland Circuit Court XXX like no, like it's salad pastries. So does that mean because what's your, what's your definition of a sandwich? Uh, my definition of a sandwich is fillings. Is is bread is, not is a core a component? Filling between two pieces of bread. Of bread. Yes. Two pieces of bread. And also, so. They're, they're saying that their import wasn't bread because of, like, the ingredients well. The like, sugar content, specifically. Does that make it a cake? Which what makes do... me think pastry. A salad pastry. Subway's a salad pastry yeah. establishment. Which is, so now, when I, go, when I go to Subway, and they ask, what kind of bread do you want? You're like, and I tell them... You know you're not legally able <laughs> to say that. They pull out bread, and I'm like, that's not bread. <laughs> And they just don't know what to say. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. And then I'll just pull out a citation of the Irish Supreme Court. You know what? I think that, I think it's kind of like the Irish Supreme Court just like being a little sus. Like, I think they just want to tax these guys because by every other, by every other measure, like it's baked. Yeah. Tastes, look, sounds like it's, it looks like bread. It's shaped like bread. You cook it in the same way that bread's cooked. I wonder how much over that like hypothetical limit of sugar that you're supposed to have in bread it was for them to be like because they had to have drawn the line in the sand I somewhere. can't believe there was a line like who, I, yeah. who thought about this in you know advance what? I think they made it I think they made that line for that case can we look that up real quick what, what's the do, do you know it's like Ireland I just court? read it on the news <laughs> okay I, I need to find out a little bit more about this because it get, it does get to like the cornerstone. Actually, wait. Let's do a little quick uh, rapid fire round, and we're not going to get into it. It's just going to be a series of questions that I just want to get your opinion on. Okay. Um. And the and the cornerstone question is: Is it a sandwich? Are Subway sandwiches sandwiches? It's basically like that. So that's how it's going to work. So I'm going to say something, and you tell me if it's a sandwich or not. Oh. Okay. 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 Uh, a torta. No. Not a not a sandwich. Okay. Wait. Torta, like it's like the, the Mexican sandwich, like it's like with bread on either side. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was going to be a knock out, knock out of the park. Okay. Yeah, 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 it is. Uh, I, I was struggling to comprehend. Mis- Mr. I haven't, gotten a, I haven't gotten a torta in a while. You haven't gotten a torta? Okay, fair, fair, fair. Uh, Mr. Pickles? Like a Mr. Pickles sandwich. These are these first ones are fucking <laughs> down, the, down the aisle. I've never been to Mr. Pickles. All right, fuck But me, if man. it's a sandwich, yeah, sandwich. I'm going to say it's a sandwich. Uh, a hot dog? No. Hamburger. Yes. Sloppy Joe. Yes. Open face sandwich. Yes, because it has sandwich in the name. Gotcha. Because it's just a de- deconstructed sandwich. If it's a deconstructed sandwich, it's still a form of sandwich. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> uh, a taco. No. A burrito. No. Subway. Apparently not. Apparently not. Uh, yeah, I was mostly like the hot dog. I don't think hot dogs are sandwiches. Hot dogs are hot dogs. It's its own category. It's its own category. Similar to burritos. Yeah. I go, I I agree with you because I think if you start letting a, a hot dog be a sandwich, then you open up the discussion for tacos to be a sandwich. And I think that just takes it too far. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, a, it's a precedent that I don't want to even put my foot through the door of. So I'll read this um, CBS News. 
There is no dispute that the bread supplied by Subway in its heated sandwiches has a sugar content of 10% of the weight of the flour included in the dough, and thus exceeds the 2% specified. So there was a line of 2%. And they were at 10%? And Subway's at 10 <laughs> How much sugar did they have in their sandwiches? Enough to appeal to Americans. Oh, Jared, what are you doing? <laughs> Just give everyone diabetes. It'll be easier to catch. <laughs> he had a plan. He had a plan. Guys, if you're out there and Jared's chasing you, don't eat Subway. I like Subway. Do you like Subway? Yeah. Subway's one of those things, like, if I'm really... Although I do get flatbread. I don't know if that's the same kind of bread. It doesn't specify. But I'm a flatbread kind of Subway sandwich person. I would be interested to see what, like, the bottom line was on that whole thing. Where they're they're basically making this legal case. Clearly dropping a lot of money into, like, legal fees. (laughs) Trying to win the argument that their bread is bread. And... There's definitely, like, that tax, that value-added tax, VAT, um, that must have been significant. Yeah. It has to have been significant. Yeah. It's, it's um, I just found out Subway is the, is the least expensive franchise to franchise a Really? Thing, which, that's why there's the most one. Uh, Subway has the most, uh, the most franchises in the United States. Huh. Like, it's, it's indisputed. Interesting. And it's because it's so inexpensive to start one. I see. And for that reason, I'm curious as to, like, that must have been a fucking huge win for Ireland. Being like, yeah. we get to tax all of this cake you're sending in, or this bread, or whatever you... Well, it's not bread. <laughs> what do you call it, then? Pastry. A pastry. That's what I'm going with. You're I think it's pastry. pastry. Are you going to correct every Subway yeah. person? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of bread do you want? Sorry, do you mean pastry? <laughs> I know you're familiar with the decision of the Circuit of Appeals in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that, gonna, I'm I mean, gonna do that too. I'm gonna have from to do Subway's that. perspective, you either eat the cost of you know an additional tax being applied to your product, yep. or you increase the prices of your sandwiches to you know accommodate the tax you now have to pay. Yeah. So that's actually not a difficult decision. It's just like you're trying to you're trying to Spend the least amount of money so you can make your pri- your prices as competitive as possible. Right. Yeah. Now, whether this decision, I don't know, do, will Subway still find it you know cost effective to have franchises in Ireland now? It's true. Well, it, I mean, I mean, if, if, the cost is on is on those franchises. Yeah. And that's then they're true. just like the prices of those franchises would be. Going but if down. whether they now go under. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what Subway's profit margins are. Well, now that Jared's gone, pretty fucking slim. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I feel like Subway is definitely not as much of a staple as it is in America, mm-hmm. in Ireland. So the other sandwich shops in Ireland would love to have Subway gone. Yeah, and without would, a doubt, would not miss Subway. I wonder if at any point they considered. Just using a little less sugar. You know, that's probably the. If I was a franchise owner of Subway like, in Ireland, I'd probably just start using less sugar. Can we just, like, not use as much sugar on this? Shit? I definitely feel like flour is cheaper than sugar. Yeah. So just put more flour in the bread and put less sugar in the bread. 
So you go with a flatbread whenever you go. Yeah. Every single time? Yeah. Across the board? Because I'll go like the rosemary garlic one purely mm. because it just has the most flavor mm. out of the other breads. I have had the flatbread before. I've ha- I had the uh, the roast beef flatbread and that was actually pretty mm. fucking delicious. Do you, there you was, mix it there up was, there, was, there was a subway on my campus and I would always get the... Uh, it was basically a Philly cheesesteak. Oh! On flatbread. It was... It was good. so good. It was good. Dude, if there's if I want a Subway, nothing is going to hit the spot better than Subway. Like, you can't satiate it. If I have, like, a craving for Subway, then, like, no other sandwich, which I guess is not a sandwich anymore. Yeah. Is Subway still a sandwich then? Let's think about that. In theory, yes. <sighs> Technically, no. I think it no. has to be. I, just in my American pride. Yeah. Like, it has to stay American. It has to stay a sandwich. It is funny, though, because... Also on our agenda, I put definition of a salad. Let's talk about it. What's the definition of a salad? I don't know. Because there's so many different types of salad. Fruit salad, macaroni salad. Yeah. Caesar salad. Caesar salad. All of those have different base ingredients. So, you know, I was a professional salad chef at one point. How do you get that? I worked at Ambrosia. Oh. I worked at Ambrosia Pizzeria next to Mark. Nice. And I was their main pantry shop at their second location. When they moved to like around the so corner. Wanted, like, uh, the college one that, Yeah, yeah, that one. So I worked there. Um, and so now I can say that I'm a professional salad chef. Okay, what's a salad then? So for me, a salad is something that's base is going to be... Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, I just thought about that. Because like, here we go. Macaroni salad, potato salad. Uh... Tossing salad. My favorite kind of my salad. My favorite kind of salad. How do you put that in a bowl? Um, you know what? Uh, I think it comes down to dressing. I think it comes down to a mix of ingredients that are combined with a communal dressing. So you could have like a, a you could have like a, a chicken Caesar salad, but you're still gonna have that unifying component. You have protein. You got salad. You got like lettuce. Maybe you have a couple of cherry tomatoes in there. Maybe some blue. Uh, maybe some blue cheese. I don't know. But you're mi- you're binding thing is going to be that Caesar dressing that you throw over the top of everything and it brings it together. Right. Um, I think a salad has to be served cold. I think that's actually like a pretty strict rule. Like you're not going to have a hot kale salad. Like get out of here. Yeah. I think it has to be served cold. Uh, I think it has to be something that you, you eat out of, uh, I was about to say eat out of a bowl, but I definitely put together salads that that are on a plate. Um, it's definitely like it's it's the combination of things. Like they have, there has to be multiple ingredients that are brought together to and are, are and are emulsified together. You're looking at the definition right now. I'm laughing at it. <laughs> Do you want to hear it? <laughs> <laughs> I just tried to put together a really good argument there. Was it? Wait. Okay. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. What? A salad is a dish consisting of pieces of food in a mixture with at least one raw ingredient. It is often dressed and is typically served at room temperature or chilled, though some can be served warm. That is complete bullshit. That encompasses every single food can be a salad. Every single food can be a salad. My first thought went to hamburger. Hamburger. 
It yeah. is a mixture of food. Mixture of food. So you, it, let's, lettuce. Let's, let's look at a specific hamburger. You've got like you have the burger. That's a mixture. You got bread on either side. Back to bread. Yeah. You've got tomato. You've got you've got uh, maybe some relish. Maybe some ketchup. Maybe lettuce. some mustard. Lettuce, tomato, ketchup, onion. mustard, mayo are all dressings, and it can be served warm. It's a it's a fucking salad. Burgers are a salad. <laughs> Burgers are a salad. Let's do, let's do another. What one. isn't a let's salad? <laughs> Can you think of a food that isn't a salad? Uh, lobster bisque. Still could be a salad. <laughs> <laughs> Still a good one. Hundred percent. Oysters on the half. We talked about oysters before. Talking about oysters, bingo. I guess raw oysters aren't a salad. But sometimes you put some lemon in there. That's another. That's ingredient. a dressing, and another ingredient. Turns into a salad. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Beer is a salad. Beer isn't a salad. Yeah, it is. No, why is it a salad? How's it a salad? <laughs> <laughs> it's a mixture of ingredients. Wait, there's no, there's no dressing. <laughs> there's no dressing. There's no dressing. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. No, but dressing, the component dressing was vague. Read the dressing part again. It says sometimes it can be dressing. Um, it is often dressed. So that so means it's not always, it's not always dressed. dressed. <laughs> Fuck. Beer's a salad. Beer's a salad. What's the raw ingredient you know in what? beer? Uh, hops. Hops. Right? Barley. Okay. I didn't know if those were like yeast? heated or something. The, it, it, it does heat itself, but that's like the uh, the fermentation process. Like it's hotter. I don't know thing. if that counts. I don't think it counts. Beer's either. iffy. Beer's iffy. If borderline salad. Borderline salad. Well, first off, cheers. Yeah, cheers. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm trying to think of other. Uh, pizza. Obviously salad. Easily salad. 100%. <laughs> Like you got tomato on you there. You can put anything raw on a pizza. It's you still got a pizza. Onion, olives. All of those could be a uh, raw component. Mm, all right. What, what about like a... You, there are so many raw toppings. What about like a filet of cod? If you sprinkle some basil on it. Maybe like even like a single caper turns it into a salad. If you put... Okay. Salt what is about raw. Like a, what about a steak? If you put salt on anything, salt is raw. Always. Salt is raw. Is it? Yeah. You don't, yeah. You don't if you put salt. it on after you cook it, yeah. it's raw. Yeah. So that pretty much qualifies anything that you eat. Is that a, is that a, is that it's an a raw ingredient, ingredient though? But like Ooh. an ingredient you put on, like is salt and pepper an ingredient or more? Of That's like a good a, question. What what else do you call it? You call it like a a top a topping. A topping. Yeah, I go topping. Which it a is seasoning. A season. Yeah. That's probably that's it. it. That's yeah. it. Okay. It's salt is okay, disqualifies salt, salt and pepper. That's seasoning, Which, not, you know, frankly, not ingredient. But what the fuck? Every time you order a salad at a restaurant, some dude comes around with a fucking long ass thing of wood and is like, "Hey, do you want some pepper on your, pe- on your thing?" Which I guess doesn't define it as a salad, but it's just like a very intrinsic part of salad. That's true. No one comes around and does that for your hamburger. That's true. That. No one gives you like the big like. Usually, salt and pepper is put on the per on the burger prior to it being cooked. You know what? I would consider that an ingredient. Yeah, because if it's, it's pre cooked, yep. If you put it on pre cooked, it's an ingredient. Yeah. So I do have to ask, what inspired you to write that into the agenda today? Because it's a really good question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, a salad? Salad could be. Yeah, that was pretty much my thought process. Does a salad have to be edible? According to this definition, no. Okay, here I'm gonna throw another another little curveball. I think it doesn't necessarily have to be edible. 
Because... I don't think it does. You can have a salad of Any... weed types. You can have a bunch of people like are really into their own strain. What would you dress it with? You wouldn't dress it. Well, oh, you could, often you'd dressed. Throw, you'd take a bunch of different weeds and put them together, and then you have a salad of weed that okay. you then like all smoke to. You'd like roll up a joint or like a blunt or something, and you're like, we're smoking a salad, and that's the term. Because it's a bunch of different kinds of lettuce. No, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As I try to explain this further. <laughs> All right. What what else do we have on the on the thing? Because uh, you're we're, uh, we're at a... we can keep Uh-oh. going. We, I'm so down. I'm so down. <laughs> candy I, eating competition. I'm having a candy eating competition in my apartment. How's it going? Are you winning? Uh, I've beaten one of my roommates. I, I've surpassed one of my roommates. The other roommate that's currently ahead of me just left for Colorado for four days. Mm. So I fucking got his. Oh god, he's no. out. Yeah, he's out. He's got no chance. Why would he go to Colorado in the middle of a competition? He's got no game. He's, just, he's not ready. He thought he had a lead, but you know, I'm coming to pot. Um, what are you eating? So I got okay. Now that it's getting close to Halloween, they're starting to market big bags of easily eatable candy, right where I'm like making the worst decisions right they used to put wine there and that was a terrible situation for me as well but now they just have these box like like these bags of candy and so i was like in the checkout aisle and i was like i'll get the medium size like grabbed it threw in my bag uh and then i brought it back put it like on my living room on like the table like my kitchen table and was just like all right whatever i got i got a got some candy i I, first off it's a lot of candy Mm -hmm. it's a lot of candy and it's all my favorites. It's Snickers. It's Twix. I fucking love Twix. Love Twix. There's Three Musketeers in there, I believe. Ooh. Uh, there's no Kit Kats, which I'm a little sad about. Um, and then there's there's a couple other ones. But we started it. Like, it, there's a thing there. And I opened it. I was like, obviously, like, everybody, feel free. Go at it. And it's the part I wanted to bring up with you. Because I did it. I, I was, like, eating candy. And I was, like, feeling good. And then I... Saw the whiteboard, wrote up on the top like candy eating competition, and I did it kind of as a dick because I know for a fact I have like a higher metabolism than my roommates do, <laughs> and I know they're fucking really competitive. Perfect. And I was like, let's go. Like, let's see how it's going on. Easy. Easy move. Uh, and it has been so much fun. I basically wrote it down. This is how it started. I was like, Let's try to, because I'm trying to keep things, like, light and fun. Like, it's, I'm living with two other dudes, and we get along great, but I always feel like there needs to be, like, some sort of X factor. Just, like, keep things fun, keep things enjoyable, give us something to talk about. Uh, and I, I, like, wrote it down, you know, who can eat the most candy, put all of her names up at the top, made, like, a little sheet, and I put it up. And as I'm putting it, like, in the living room, my one roommate comes in, looks at it, and he's going, like, no, I'm not playing. <laughs> and I was just, like... Because you think I'm going to beat you? <laughs> and as I'm saying that, the, my other roommate walks in and was just like, oh, dude, I'm already at 11. And he runs into his bedroom and comes out with his big, like, his trash bag. And just like, one, two, three, <laughs> four, five. And it was just like, we're, and then it took a hot lead with 11. And then as he's doing that, my other roommate was just like, I'm already at six. And, like, he ran back to his room, came back out, and got it going. That's funny. And so I'm stoked. I was, I was glad that that's going on. Um, Who's the current leader? It's currently... It's still Nico. It's still Nico. He's still kicking my ass. Uh, mm. I surpassed Jack, and I'm now in second place. Uh, I've got like a very consistent approach where I'm like, I'm gonna eat a little bit of candy throughout the day, consistently. And also, I was talking to this girl who's like a literal nutritionist at Facebook, 
And I was like, I want to tell you about a competition I got going on. Oh, no. And she was she didn't approve at no. all. She was like, that's so dumb. Like, that's, like, that's not smart. It's asking for type 2 diabetes. Exactly. And I was just like, sure. Like, whatever. Also, why are there types of diabetes? How many are there? Three. Aren't there just three? There's type 1. All I know is type 2. There's type 1. I guess that two. automatically means there's a type 1. There has to be a type 1. Um, That'd be a weird number. How do you even system. get type 3? Type three is like a, is like you're gonna die, right? Oh, is it? Well, that sucks. Is it? Wait, does it get worse as you go up? Or worse I feel like type one you're born with, type two you acquire, oh. and type three. Give odds, me. odds, uh, odds. Siri is able to figure this out for us. hundred percent. You think so? Wait, why is that so quiet? Sorry, I couldn't Whoa. quite hear you. Okay, okay. Could you please repeat what you said? How many types of diabetes are there? Here are some results I found. Type 2 diabetes. There's only two. Diabetes, insulin resistance, gestational diabetes, really? diabetes syndrome, oh, diabetes of the young, diabetes in cats, <laughs> diabetes, diabetes, and Donahue syndrome. I don't think diabetes in, cat, in cats should count towards types of diabetes. Hey, Matt. I know a guy who had diabetes of cats. <laughs> it was Christian. <laughs> diabetes in cats. I do know a lot of people who are like, yeah, my cat has diabetes. I'm like, you're a bad owner. Yeah, what are you feeding them? Candy. Chocolate? Probably, probably chocolate. <laughs> trying, to, trying to win the Who Can Eat the Most Candy competition. Yeah. Oh, absurd. That was just a quick one. Oh, that's something I highly recommend if you're listening, you have roommates, you have candy. Start a candy eating competition. It's just super wholesome. It's a good time. First to diabetes wins. Whoa. <laughs> I'm crushing it. <laughs> we do have more topics, but we're already over time. We're already we? over time. Also, cheers, man. I, this is going great. Enjoyable. I can love this. Enjoyable. Uh, yeah, what, what were the other... Uh, anything? Oh, let me take a look. There's there's um, ads, there's Hinge, and... Um, yeah, I had a Hinge day cancel on me. That wasn't fun. Um, Disneyland. Do we want to go quick quick ads? Yeah, we can. Well, well, what ad did you have? Um, my ad was a Hinge ad I got via email. You got an advertisement for Hinge via over email. email. Like Hinge gave me like a newsletter thing advertisement, I guess. Weird. Was it helpful? Um, it said expand your age range. It said most did people. You really? It said most people did have. Did you up or down? <laughs> it said most people have their age range too limited. <laughs> Considering my lowest age range is 18, they don't really give you the option to go lower. As they should have. <laughs> I think that's just a great UX decision. <laughs> <laughs> they recommended you go lower and higher. Lower's off the table, obviously. Higher. I already have my age range set to 35. How much higher do they want me to go? Would you date a 38-year-old? Date. 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 Like with the intention of marrying. No. And also, this is a conversation that I recently had where like, you, you can date just because you find it enjoyable. Not because like you're thinking about anything. That's kind of fucked up, though. It is, it is so fucked up. Which is why I'm like on the side of like, it's hard for me to go in and start like dating people because I'm like, all right, where's this going? That's yeah, that's a lot of time and effort spent for... 100%. If the other person isn't clear that they don't expect this to turn into anything. That's kind of fucked. So 38. Yes, no. How much money does she have? 
like she is established. Kids? Uh, doesn't have kids. Which is going to come back to bite you because she's feeling like she's getting to the end of her having kids career. And is definitely going to want some soon. If she makes You'd more, if she makes more than one hundred thirty thousand a year, I'll say yes. That's my bar. It's good. It's a good bar. It's like enough. Yeah. It's not exorbitant. No, but it's, it's in, not. It's ridiculous. It's not. Reasonable. It's not little. And it's the Bay Area. Like, it's the Bay Area. Yeah. So yeah. She's a yeah, project manager at Facebook. Lyft. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I definitely. And she knows what she wants. Yes, that's that's, that's like what a very I like. Appreciate, like I, yeah, I appreciate that. That's huge. Because she's like, I know what I want. She's gonna cut through the bullshit. Yeah. Let's just see. I don't like bullshit. See, I don't like bullshit. Yeah. It annoys me. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I might uh, after this expand my age range to eighteen to thirty-eight. A twenty-year, twenty-year gap. Twenty-year range. That's <laughs> Do you really have it set to 18? Do I have it set to 18? Probably. Oh my god. Okay, Adam. I do need to look this Adam, up. okay, think about it. How far apart are your parents? They're a year apart. Oh, mine are five. That's also, yeah, that's also fine. Yeah. Yeah, mine are. So mine I feel are like very... four isn't that bad. Oh, wait, I'm 23. Five isn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. It's not all. But I do think that those kind of interactions start happening when you're later in life. Where the difference between you and I versus the difference between either one of us and like even just like a 19 year old. It is, is weird that someone, I feel like to date someone five years younger than you, both of you have to be out of college. Wow. My, my low age range is 23. Aren't you 24? I'm 24. Dude, you're missing out on all the... 21 and 22 and year olds. 18 is the lowest you're allowed to go. <laughs> yeah, obviously. 18 is, is the lowest. I, um... Yeah. You have to be out of college, I think, to date someone that's younger than you. Both of you have to be out of college. Or yeah. out of school. Unless you're doing, like, a graduate degree or something. Because then that's fine. But if you're, like, a freshman in college and you're dating a 24-year-old, that's a little... Uh, so, let me, let me ask you. So have you ever gone on a date with somebody who wasn't 21 yet? Without knowing it. After I graduated from college? Yes. Yes. You have? Yes. How'd you find out? She just told you. It was on her Hinge profile. Oh, (laughs) gotcha. (laughs) So I had an interaction, and this kind of, this like weirded me out, which is probably why I moved my age range up, but I met this person i think I've, I've definitely told you about this this has happened before do we go to the, uh um folsom street Do i we? didn't go with you no no oh shit not the folsom street. Uh, uh the fillmore fillmore jazz festival no um yeah not the folsom street was a little bit of a thing. that was fucking weird uh a big fan um but i basically had gone to a store uh met one of the people who worked there uh, she messaged me after I had to put down my email because it's one of those stores that like makes you just make an account. Yeah. And so she messaged me afterwards and said oh. like, "I remember this." You told me this, yeah. She was nineteen, and so we went out to uh, we went out for dinner and a show. We went to this ramen place before, and then we went in and watched. Um, oh fuck! What was the band that we saw? It was awesome. 
we like smoked a joint outside and it was amazing but at dinner we were sitting around and I was like oh before we go in we can order a drink like I just ordered a beer do you want anything she's like oh I can't drink I was like you can't drink by how much <laughs> which which was that threw me off hardcore I was just like oh shit like I remember who I was before I could drink <laughs> I was a fucking piece of shit like I, I, I but that, that is weird. There's also the thing, like, I don't know. I get in my own head about, like, how old my sisters are. Yeah, I don't think about that. You don't think about that? Because my sister comes up occasion. It comes up occasionally, and I'm like... I... What's the age? It's two years, right? She's four years younger than me. Four? Yeah. Oh, shit. Why did I think it was so close? I Because, uh, so, yeah, right. She's the same age as Violet. Yeah. So, at one point, there was somebody I saw in high school who was my middle sister's age and then for some weird it was just she was like yeah you know she's my age right and I was like Mm. why is it so maybe that's why some underlying shit my ex was a year younger than me and my sister still gave me shit about her being younger than you yeah a year it's supposed to work (laughs) what do you find you meet somebody who was born the same day as you like come on get the (laughs) fuck out of here no one wants to date an Aquarius (laughs) My sister just wants me to date a MILF, apparently. Really? Which I'm okay with. Would she help you out? Would she, like, wingman for for you? I wish. No, she won't. Have you asked her? Not yet. What is she up to? Is she, like, at home? No. She's at school. At school. Where's she at school? Tennessee. Uh, They're open. And lively. Okay, so my my sister's still in school. Uh, She just flew out to um, Cal Poly to see a boy and I talked to her and I was like you know it's no simp September and she was just like I know I'm simping so hard right now <laughs> so it can happen to everybody which sister? Violet simp simp Violet you're being a simp simp I mean it's October now so go and go ahead and do that but full simp moves yeah yeah until it becomes November then can't do anything then either that's true but that's, I don't know, I, I get in my own head about that kind of stuff. Not that it stopped me before, but it's... Age is just a number, Adam. Age is just a number, but it's also, it's also like weirdly a mentality where... And a legal issue. If you go I too mean, low. I'm, I'm looking at <laughs> <laughs> For me, it definitely is. <laughs> and this is the part of the podcast my mom hates. <laughs> I was talking about, they were like, do your parents, uh, so same, same guy who was telling me about like how much he enjoyed the podcast, like, so do your parents listen to it? And I was like, yeah, she did. <laughs> and then she listened to the episode where we were talking about TikTok and underage girls. And she's like, I'm out. Like, I can't be a part of this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so absurd. Yeah, what, all right. What else we got? Let's just talk about Janet. Should we get into Janet? Yeah. All right. Well, let's do it. Where we left off was... Vlad is doing TikToks with Charlie D'Amelio yep. in the Kremlin. Yep. Charlie was brought there by Boris Johnson. Yep. Boris Johnson used Charlie as a means to get through the front door so that he could potentially see Janet. He's the father of 11. Yeah. Um, they have all found themselves in the women's bathroom yep. in a very tense situation. Boris and Vlad are both shirtless. Both simping for Janet. And Charlie D'Amelio... 
his younger sister older sister older sister oh shit really Dixie's older that's heartbreaking yeah so her older sister Dixie Emilio is currently singing the American National Anthem in Russian <laughs> as a TikTok uh then Kyle Massey and Dennis Rodman crash in through the ceiling crash in through the ceiling via like zipline or via fast rope from a helicopter which one is it? Fast rope from a helicopter yeah definitely fast rope from a helicopter yeah yeah um, what kind of helicopter? Chinook? yeah yeah obviously gotta be <laughs> So they come crashing through. Is this the window? I think they get it wrong. I think they come crashing through the window of the men's bathroom. And they basically just make this huge ruckus right next door. Because they're all in the women's bathroom. They're like, we can see all the heat signatures. We know it's a bunch of men. They're clearly in the men's bathroom. Like, we know the floor plans. We have it all. They drop down from the helicopter, smash through, in synchrony, like, beautiful. They land in there. They're like, who's in the men's bathroom? There's no way they could be in the women's bathroom. And then they're like, ah, fuck, they're in the women's bathroom. Except they do hear a sound in the stall. <laughs> oh no. And out crawls Kim Jong-un in a turtle costume. <laughs> so keep in mind that this is now Kyle Massey, who Kim Jong-un still thinks is Dennis Rodman, next to the actual Dennis Rodman. Mm-hmm. Who wasn't wasn't he brought over by like Estelle or something? Didn't we involve yeah. like a bunch of British celebrities at yeah. one point? <laughs> And he's still a turtle. He's supposed to be in North Korea. We still have no idea where Eleven is, by the way. No. We still don't know where Eleven is. Um, But he's ended up in the bathroom of Kim Jong-un's men's bathroom on, like, the first floor, basically. Well, it's not Kim Jong-un's men's bathroom. Oh, it's it's Vlad's Vlad's men's bathroom in the Kremlin. I think it's a no-brainer. Like, Kim Jong-un just took the pipes Took the pipes from North Korea to. I mean, thing. he's a turtle. He's a turtle. He can do whatever he wants. He's a, I mean, the Ninja Turtles did it. Why can't the he? The sewers. Yeah, he went he through the, the sewers. sewers. He, he rode his skateboard through the sewers, and then popped up. Easy. That's that's how this. That's how the story goes. Um, yeah. Pops up. It's established. Yeah. <laughs> Quite. Quite. Uh, Kim Jong Un walks in, sees Kyle Massey, who he thinks is Dennis Rodman, right next to Dennis Rodman, who he also thinks is Dennis Rodman. Kind of throws him for a loop. He's a little confused. He's a little confused. On top of him also just being a turtle. While he was in the sewers, he did take DMT. So. He's he, tripping pretty hard. He's tripping hardcore. Yeah. Um. So he is not even phased by the dual Dennis Rodmans like, that are before him. He immediately gets it. Like he's immediately, he, he immediately gets it. And not just that, he's on board. Yeah. And both Dennis Rodman and Kyle Massey realize this and they're like, hey, we're going to give you the quick mission briefing. And then Kim Jong-un's like, don't worry, I already know it. And he's like, let's go. Like, you're on our team now. So now it's a squadron. You've got Kyle Massey, you've got Kim Jong-un, leading point, and you've got Dennis Rodman. So you got Kim Jong-un at point, you got Dennis Rodman, you got Kyle Massey, armed to the teeth. It's a powerhouse. It's a powerhouse. They're a team. Terrible, tr- terrible trio. Better than the team. In, in the men's bathroom. Yeah. Right next to the women's bathroom. And in the women's bathroom, we currently have Boris Johnson. Janet. Janet. We have uh, Vlad. Vlad. And then we have Dixie Emilio. Dixie and Charlie. Dixie and Charlie Emilio. Yeah. This is, this is heavy. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you picturing this in your head the exact same way I'm picturing yes, this? Yes, and I head? love it. 
they come out full SWAT. They kick down the door to the men's bathroom, which is just opening up into the hallway. So they kick that down. <laughs> There's nobody there. Dude, both, so that's Kim Jong-un kicks it down. Uh, uh, Kyle Massey and Dennis Rodman both just roll into the li- roll into there, fire a couple shots down each way. No one's there, just blanking, <laughs> blank fires. Where did they get guns? Because they, they're coming from a helicopter, like oh. military helicopter. They're okay. fully, they're armed. Okay, okay, okay. And they also just showed up with like an extra of everything, so now Kim Jong Un also has one. Okay. Also, Kim Jong Un is like still a turtle, but he's like a ninja. He's still crawling, just on the ground. He is crawling on the ground. So actually, he didn't kick it open; he headbutted it open. <laughs> Or, or shelled it. Yeah, he shelled it. He shelled it. it. And the shell is really heavy. It's very heavy. It's like 300 pounds. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Fully bulletproof everything. Like a, a <laughs> nuclear missile could go off and he just hides inside of it. And yeah. He's good. It's go. like a fully functional turtle shell. This is all of North Korea's engineering powers went into this fucking turtle shell. Carbon fiber, but still 300 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> like, how does that even compute? <laughs> Just super reinforced. It's just incredibly reinforced. They're in. They're now in the hallway, uh, and at this point, Janet's like, All right, "What's going on in the men's bathroom? Something's going on. Like I'm hearing a lot of noise over there." And and keep in mind, like Vlad just realized that the discussion that they're having isn't about TikTok. He's just realizing that it's political. Yeah. And so he's just finally realizing that something's happening. Um, and it's like, I don't know. He's, they're all just suddenly coming to this realization. They've got a Delta Force team of three coming through, led by Kim Jong-un the turtle. And Eleven is still nowhere to be seen. <laughs> I don't know where this is going either. <laughs> Down the hallway. It's a long hallway. Yeah. Incredibly yeah. long. All of the hallways in the <laughs> There's literally just like a hundred foot hallway that leads to the two bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the hallway, there's a spotlight. And that spotlight is on Addison Ray doing the whap. <gasps> She's just banging just on the banging floor. On the... Bouncing that ass. She's 18, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think. I don't know. <laughs> According to this podcast, she is 18. And she's just doing that. Um. <laughs> was she... So she and Charlie D'Amelio obviously have not really like a feud, but they are basically like the the matriarchs of TikTok. Yes. They basically run it. Yeah. They're both incredibly attractive, and they both are pretty much fighting for the same followers. Yeah. So did she follow Charlie D'Amelio all the way from L.A.? That's actually how Addison Rae got her clout, was just kind of sneaking around, following Charlie wherever she went, (laughs) (laughs) taking notes about what TikTok she's doing, and then films the exact same thing in the exact same place just five minutes later. And just gets the same number minus like 800 followers. Yeah. And so she basically just followed that same thing. Obviously... uh, Dennis Rodman, or sorry, obviously, um, Boris Johnson mm-hmm. reached out to Charlie. Addison Ray hears about it. She's like, I'm following him. Like, they're up to something. She follows him, and she's like, you know what? I'm getting the drop on Charlie. She hasn't even done the WAP yet. No. I'm going to do it right now at the end of this hallway because I don't think there's anything else going on. Boris. In this whole thing. Yeah. 
Wait, oh shit. <laughs> Wait, Boris is doing the lap? No, 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 Charlie's doing the lap. Oh, oh Char- no, 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 fuck. Uh, Addison Ray's doing the lap. Oh, yeah, Addison yeah, Addison yeah, Ray's yeah. doing the lap at the end yeah. of the hall, and she's just doing the lap. She's like, she's got the camera set up. She's going at it on the floor. Because she saw the TikTok with Vlad and Charlie, and she's doing like... doing the lap too? Yeah. Oh, no. So she's like, I gotta get to Moscow. Stat. Sends it. Sends it. She's there. Yeah. 45 minutes. LA to, and LA this to Moscow. was just after being on set with Ellen DeGeneres after she was on the show, which she was in which real life. she was on Ellen DeGeneres? Yeah. No way. I don't know why. She's a fucking TikToks person. Uh, also, have you been following the Ellen DeGeneres? Yeah, shit? she's apparently a bitch. Yeah, she's apparently a bitch. Yikes. Uh, still a bitch in this story. <laughs> Is she with Ellen? Addison Ray brought Ellen. Well, actually, Ellen wasn't supposed to be there. Addison Ray was like, I gotta go, Ellen. Like, that was a fun show, but I gotta head to Moscow. And Ellen's like, oh, like, we're going to Moscow? Ellen's like, I'm done beating up my writers. <laughs> Ellen's like, I just knocked the last writer out with yeah. my bullwhip. Let's go. Like, Let's get out of here. I'm so bored. And Addison's like, well, no, I'm I'm going. And Ellen's like, yeah, we're going. Let's hop on my jet right now. And Addison's like, oh, well, friend." Free plane ticket? Okay, let's go. So, so they, Addison's just like kind of just trying to shake Ellen, it sounds like. Yeah. The whole time. I mean, nobody likes Ellen. Yeah, I mean, not anymore. Besides middle-aged white women. Um, there are a lot of those. Tons. That's like dozens. Tons. Yeah. Addison Ray's mother is actually a huge follower on Ellen, which is exactly why she was put on the show. Makes Addison sense. did not want to do it, but... Who would these days? Her mother was like, Addison... Ellen, you gotta do this. I love her. And then Addison started doing the renegade and was like, fine, mom. I'll do it. (laughs) And then does the WAP just to do it. Um, So Ellen and Addison are in Moscow. Ellen's hiding for some reason, like just around the corner. Yeah, he's waiting for some... Some, some writer to walk by so she can just slap him. And, and just like emotionally <laughs> abuse that person. Yeah. Uh, we found ourselves in a really interesting situation. Yeah. Yeah. So as so as it stands, I'm, I'm thinking of the layout. One end of the hall, we've got Addison Ray doing the lap. Ellen's around the corner. Ellen is around the corner, just hiding. Uh, kind of. I mean, Ellen's kind of like turned on by the lap. Obviously. So she's around the corner just, you know. Obviously she's turned on. Just by a little the moist. Come on. Anybody who's into women is going to be turned on by Addison Ray doing the whap. Uh, as that's going on, we have Kim Jong-un knocks the, knocks the door down with his, uh, his turtle shell. Turtle shell. Um, we've got Cal Massey, got Dennis Rodman rolling into the hallway, popping off a couple shots just because, you know, they want to. They're trying to establish some dominance in the room. Uh, bullets fly right over Addison Ray's head. And while immediately all this... they're like figuring this shit out, everyone's like, "Whoa, what's going on?" Uh, we've got ourselves Janet, Boris Johnson, and Vlad all come out of the men's bathroom with their clothes on because you know coming out of the same bathroom is questionable. And they realize they have this entire group of people that are all here for one thing: TikTok followers. <laughs> And now there's, uh, so now we have Charlie D'Amelio and we have uh, Dixie D'Amelio, right? Mm-hmm. They're both still in the men's bathroom. Kyle Massey and uh, 
Dennis Rodman are just like on a completely different page. They're just like, we're just gonna let this play out. We're gonna watch what's going on. Like at some point, we do need to go find eleven. But right now, there's some TikTok beef that we need to see go down. Ellen appears. Both the Demilios come out of the bathroom. They and uh, Addison Ray lock eyes. They're like, oh, mm. we're all here. We're at the Kremlin. Shit's going down. We gotta, we gotta figure this out here, and we gotta figure this out now. We've got a, we've got a group of people. We've got, we got, we got Boris Johnson, leader of leader of Europe, of England. Mm-hmm. We've got Vlad, Vladimir Putin, arguably one of the most powerful people in the world. According to Forbes, top top one hundred, second most powerful person in the world. We've got Janet. Don't mm-hmm. even know who this bitch is, but she's hanging out. Then we've got Kim Jong-un. Also, we're not even going to talk about his turtle costume, but holy shit, that's going to blow up on TikTok. Let's make a TikTok. And then out of nowhere... Jason Derulo! <laughs> <laughs> comes swinging into the women's bathroom. The same, the one that, that Kyle Nassi and Dennis Rama didn't come through. Comes flying in, being like, yo, yo, yo. Heard you guys doing some TikTok stuff. <laughs> Y'all know I gotta be a part of that. <laughs> that's where it ends. And that's where it ends. <laughs> Jason Derulo has arrived. Dude, Jason Derulo as like a TikTok person is the most ridiculous thing to me. Yeah. He's really popular on, on Yeah. And he's active and he leans into it. Yeah. Like he tries really hard. Which he, I think what the dip like the difference between like TikTok is some people just like do things that just are inherently really funny and there's people who try really hard mm-hmm. to make stuff work maybe everyone's trying really hard but he tries really hard and it works yeah because i think why it works is because he has the fans that were you know in middle school when he was putting yeah. out all this sick music okay here's a pop quiz name two jason derulo <laughs> songs re uh, no replay wasn't his um <laughs> riding solo and replay was Iaz. Yeah, replay was Iaz. I don't even know if I could. Riding solo, and I just remember the opening. Jason Derulo. <laughs> I know there's so many popular God. ones because they were all middle school dance songs. You know what? Wait, wait, wait. I want to do this. I want... One of us needs to look one look them up and then try to give hints to the other person because Jason Derulo is one of those incredibly famous people. And I don't think I could name, like, two of his songs. Riding Solo is one. And then, um, what's the other one? Fuck, what is it? It's about his girl that cheated on him. Which, ironically, isn't Riding Solo. Um. Okay. I'm looking at his songs right now. Oh my gosh. Oh man. There's so many. There's like, so many. There's ones. so many. Uh, here, I'll hit you. Um, I'll hit you with, uh, I would probably say one of his most popular ones. Okay. This is the one I want to say. That's, this is, no, hold on. This is exactly the song. Dude, this song is so This good. is about the girl that cheated on him. Is that, it really? That, that's exactly the song I was referring to. I 
for so wrong, wrong for so long. We're for so long, only had me and myself. And I stand up in her lust. I don't really want no one else. And Deadass, everyone knows every song, every lyric to that song. That, okay, I am glad that I remembered that song. Yeah, yeah, no, you're um, What you right. say is about a girl that cheated on him. Or no, he cheated on her. I, I don't even. I, I honestly. It's about cheating. It's, it's about, about cheating. cheating. Okay. This also really confuses me. Um, so the song is "What You Say" mm-hmm. on the album "Hits of the Thousands," released two thousand and sixteen. What album? Wait, no. That's not true, right? No, it has, that can't be. It came. It, it had to be from before. But it is ridiculous that that guy is now like, he's full blown TikTok famous. Yeah, I mean he captured the middle school dance crowd that was you know in middle school in 2012, Which, 2013, 29 through twenty twelve, and then all these people, all these younger people that see him and see that he's popular are all of a sudden fans. He's played it perfectly. He has played it perfectly. Okay, okay, uh, we got uh, what you say. Talk dirty to me. I didn't realize. I thought that uh, was a much later song than 2013. Right? I thought that came out in like 2013. Trumpets. And the trumpets go. Yeah. Uh, Riding solo. solo like, classic. Oh, it girl. You could be my it girl. That's fucking a classic. In my head. I love in my, in my head. head. Whew. Dude, these, yeah, he's good. But he's also so aggressive on TikTok. Oh, yeah. He's also no Sean Kingston. You know, yeah, I agree. Yeah, Sean Kingston's my boy. Sean Kingston is some of the best army. Nobody out beats there. Fire Burning. <sighs> and Beautiful Girls. Show the fire Ooh. burning on the dance floor. Ooh. <laughs> gotta burn you down. Gonna take that roof to the ground. Uh, rec dances when that would go down? I went to one. I went to two. Wow, it's so popular. <laughs> um, no, I think just the middle school dance. Kent Middle School dances, though. Can't go nice as I fucking. I had a good time. Those were so much fun. Whew. In the in the in the multi-purpose room. Yep. Such good times. Room. Good times. Anybody who's listened through and is listening to this right now, that was some of the most deep backstory that I think made Matt and I who we are today. <laughs> that was the best. And then it would be like a circle, and then everyone would be like dancing back and forth. And yep. Oh my god. How do we turn out as well? <laughs> no idea. Good parents. I think it's got to be that. <laughs> well, hey, Matt, I've had a great time. Me too. It was very pleasant. Incredibly pleasant. No complaints. It's somewhat wholesome. Try to be. Halfway. See you later, Matt. See you later, Adam. Bye. Bye. <laughs>